listening to the Jazz Focus here on WETF, the Jazz Stations of Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and thank you for spending a little time with us this week to uh, explore some of the uh, corners of jazz recorded history. Today we're going to be listening to some of the music that the great vibraphonist Milt Jackson recorded for Blue Note Records very early in his career, before, in fact, he founded the... um, uh, modern jazz quartet, which was the group that he was most closely associated with for the rest of his life. And several of these sessions, or a couple of them anyway, featured uh, pianist Thelonious Monk. In fact, Monk was the leader on a couple of the sessions. One of the sessions uh, was his group, one of them he and Jackson co-led, and then one session Jackson led by himself uh, in a group that really was almost indistinguishable from the modern jazz quartet at the time. So Milt Jackson was born in 1923 in Detroit. He lived until 1999. He was uh, fairly long live for a musician of his era. Uh, he came up in the bebop period. He had played piano, also violin, trumpet, and so forth. Very well uh, educated musician from the period. Uh, and he was attracted to the music of the bebop players and the late swing era players of the 1940s. And he started playing a vibraphone on an irregular basis with Dizzy Gillespie's big band in about 19. 19- 46, 47. Uh, we did a podcast on that band, some live recordings that they did uh, from the Spotlight Club in uh, 1946, and Jackson is featured on some numbers. He wasn't uh, regularly featured with that band on every number, in other words. He would be brought on to do some specialties and to back up singers and so forth. Uh, his uh, abilities became quite well known and he started uh, playing uh, outside recording dates at the same time. He was uh, really devoted to the vibraphone which up to that point had only had two significant uh, performers, Lionel Hampton and Red Norvo, and both of them of course much more rooted in the swing era, but Milt Jackson uh, translated uh, the sound of the the vibraphone. He actually warmed it up quite a bit. He uh, had a slower vibrato, tremolo, and probably, if anything, a much more in-depth harmonic knowledge than his two predecessors, and he really applied the uh, unique sound of the instrument to the bebop idiom. So we started out with two tunes that were Uh, done in uh, 1948 for Blue Note Records. I should mention all of these recordings we're hearing today were for Blue Note. These were done on July 2nd of 1948 uh, by a group that was uh, credited as the Thelonious Monk Quartet. And um, this was uh, uh, at the beginning, kind of at the beginning of Monk's career as well. He had played with uh, Coleman Hawkins and Dizzy Gillespie's band. He's on that broadcast from the Spotlight as well. Uh, And he was uh, just starting to record for Blue Note, 1947. 48 under his own name and bring some of his very advanced ideas and very unusual ideas about jazz playing to the public. Uh, We've done another radio show on some of the early Monk recordings. Uh, We didn't have time to do this particular session, but it lends itself more to this uh, show with Milt Jackson. So in the personnel of this band, Thelonious Monk, of course, on piano, he uh, composed or at least co-composed all the tunes that were uh, released uh, as part of this uh, session. Milt Jackson on vibes, John Simmons on bass, and Shadow Wilson on drums. There were actually two standard tunes that were recorded at the end of that session, All the Things You Are and I Should Care, that we're not going to hear today. They were features for the singer, Kenny Pancho Hagood, who uh, had recorded uh, with Dizzy Gillespie, would later record with Miles Davis, but we're just going to do the instrumental tracks. We started out with Epistrophe, which was a very unusual composition. Monk and Kenny Clark, the drummer, uh, who we'll hear uh, on a session coming up, uh, were both uh, part of the composition process, and Clark said that he uh, was inspired by Charlie Christian, the great uh, swing-era guitarist. They were friends, and uh, the song uh, derived from a conversation that they had, Epistrophe. Anyway, I don't believe it's based on any other song, which I can't say about the next tune, which was called Evidence, another Thelonious Monk tune. This was based on the standard tune, Just You, Just Me, and Monk had a way of deconstructing tunes and standard tunes, and whereas the standard bebop idea was to make them more complicated with more chord changes and faster tempos and more intricate melodies based on the forms of things like I Got Rhythm and Cherokee and so forth, uh, Monk would go the other way, and he would uh, strip it down to its bare essentials. So he would strip it down to just a few chords, have a very open texture which allowed the soloist much more freedom in uh, interpreting the music, and sometimes would even make the melodies even more simple. And we hear a little bit of that with that tune. 
So that was epistrophe and evidence, both from July 2nd of 1948. So now we're going to go on to the next set and uh, uh, feature the other two tunes, as I said. The first one is Mysterioso, a blues composition, a uh, unique Thelonious Monk take on the blues here. There really is a composition, not just a, a, a blowing vehicle, which so many jazz tunes were. And then we'll go on to I Mean You, which was an earlier Monk tune that he composed uh, while he was playing with Coleman Hawkins. It's a 32-bar AABA tune, and Hawkins recorded it uh, many uh, Late swing, early bebop bands uh, took this tune on. They considered it uh, a challenge at the time, and uh, it really demonstrates some of Monk's compositional uh, direction, I guess you'd have to say. Following that, we're going to go on to a uh, date for Blue Note from July 23rd of 1951. And this has been released, I believe, under both Monk's and Milt Jackson's name. They both participate, although... Um, Jackson actually does not uh, play on one of the numbers, but we're going to hear the Thelonious Monk uh, quintet in this case. Monk on piano with Milt Jackson on vibes, Al McKibben on bass, and Art Blakey on drums, and they will be joined by Sahib Shihab on alto sax. He had been known as Edmund Gregory and uh, before he took his... Uh, Islamic name, uh, and he was probably better known as a baritone saxophone player. He lived in Europe for many years in the 1960s and into the 70s. He played for the uh, Clark Boland Big Band and uh, anchored the sax section there for a very long time. So we're going to start out with a tune called Four in One, followed by Crisscross and then Arenell, and I'll tell you about those tunes when we get to the break. So those are our five tunes for this set. Mysterioso and I Mean You from the 1948 session. Then we're going to go on to the 1951 session, Four and One, Crisscross, and Arenell. <laughs>
So we started with the Thelonious Monk uh, Quartet doing Mysterioso and I Mean You, you finishing up that date from uh, July 2nd of 1948, all featuring Thelonious Monk on piano and, of course, Milt Jackson on vibraphone as well. Then we went on to that uh, 1951, July 23rd, 1951 session, the Monk Quintet with Thelonious Monk on piano and Milt Jackson on vibes, also featuring quite a lot of excellent bebop alto playing by Sahib Shihab, who was a very very good musician. He played in, in Gillespie's big band. He played in um, numerous other groups in uh, the United States before, as I said, relocating to Europe. Had a much uh, more round sound, I think, than a lot of the bebop alto players did at the time, and uh, really kind of channeled the uh, earlier swing players in that way, although he would never have been mistaken for anything but a bebopper. Al McKibben was on bass and Art Blakey were, was on drums. And we started with four in one. These are kind of, uh, I call them hardcore monk tunes. They're very intricate and kind of thorny in the way they are put together. Uh, the melody lines are very complicated, although the harmonies are, as I said, kind of stripped down. Four in one was based on, of all things, a uh, kind of a banjo tune called Five Foot Two Eyes of Blue, which had been popular since the 1920s. Although you'd never know that unless you really listen carefully. The basic harmonic structure was that tune. Following that, we went to Crisscross, uh, which was uh, another uh, one of those uh, Monk 32 bar tunes, as was Aronel, which is Lenore, uh, spelled backwards. The um, tune Aronel was supposedly composed by Idris Suleiman, the trumpet player, and Sadiq Hakim, the uh, Piano player was also known as Argon Thornton. Um, they apparently composed most of that tune, but Monk refined it a bit and got his name put on that. So we're going to continue in the next uh, series of recordings with two other tunes from that session. There's a third one that we are not going to play, which is Ask Me Now, the great Monk tune. That was really just a, a Thelonious Monk trio performance, and uh, I'm going to save those for another broadcast or another... Uh, podcast, possibly. Uh, my podcast, Jazz Focus, is accessible on Spotify and Apple Music. Our home is anchor.fm, so you can take a listen to us there. I'm going to fill out some of these early Monk recording sessions with his trio and solo performances. So we're going to start off the next set with Straight No Chaser, one of uh, Monk's iconic blues lines, which will feature again Milt Jackson and uh, Saeed Shihab. Uh, the last tune of that session is Willow Weep For Me, the standard tune by Anne Runnell, and this is a feature for Milt Jackson. This was a tune that he featured himself on for a good part of his career, a very bluesy tune, even though it was a, an AABA 32-bar structure, and he uh, really shows off the, the great elements of his own playing, his ballad performance as well as his blues feeling and his harmonic knowledge as well. Following that, we're going to get into the Milt Jackson session, per se, the one that uh, he issued on uh, Blue Note under his own name, which came out um, shortly after the one we just heard in April of 1952, April 7th, this was recorded, and features Milt Jackson on vibraphone, along with his compatriots in the Dizzy Gillespie uh, rhythm section, John Lewis on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums. Kenny Clark left uh, not too long after this to be replaced by Connie Kay, and that created the classic lineup of the modern jazz quartet, which stuck around until the middle 1970s when they broke up due to artistic differences. But they came back together in the early 1980s. I get to hear them play a college concert in the uh, middle 1980s. Uh, and they lasted uh, off and on really until Milt Jackson passed away in 1999. We're also going to hear an additional voice on this session, Lou Donaldson, one of the really uh, underrated alto sax players of the bebop era. He spent a significant part of his career or his uh, creative career in prison for uh, narcotics violations, and so he never really got the uh, recognition or acclaim that he deserved during the 1950s or 60s. But when he came back out of prison and cleaned his act up and started recording again in the 1970s and 80s, he was... Uh, celebrated as one of the great disciples of Charlie Parker, who nevertheless had uh, his own things to say as well. And we're going to hear some very fine playing and a composition by Lou Donaldson as well. So we're going to hear four tunes from that session, Tahiti and Lily, both of which were composed by Milt Jackson, 
Then Bag's Groove, a classic blues line by, by Jackson, who uh, featured that in his performances and with the Modern Jazz Quartet for the rest of his life. And then a ballad performance of What's New, the tune by Bob Haggart uh, that he composed for the Bob Crosby Band in the 1930s. Originally it was called I'm Free, but uh, words uh, were changed and it became What's New. So that's our sort of extended set here. The first session under Monk's name, Straight No Chaser and Willow Weep for Me, and then the beginning of the Milk Jackson session for Blue Note. Tahiti, Lily, Bag's Groove, and What's New?
was some really exceptional ballad playing by Milt Jackson on vibraphone there. We heard a couple of examples of his prowess in that uh, direction on that set. We started out by finishing up the uh, July 23rd, 1951 session done for Blue Note by the Thelonious Monk slash Milt Jackson Quintet, and we heard the blues Straight Note Chaser and Willow Weep for Me. Straight Note Chaser featured uh, Jackson along with Monk and also Sahib Shihab on alto sax, uh, but then he uh, Sahib Shihab dropped out, and Monk receded well into the background for Willow Weep for Me, which was a Milt Jackson feature. And that was a good introduction to the uh, next uh, session for Blue Note, which was under Jackson's name from April, April 7th of 1952. And this featured him on Vibes with his uh, bandmates, as I said, of the Dizzy Gillespie rhythm section, soon to become the Modern Jazz Quartet, John Lewis on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Kenny Clark on drums, also with Lou Donaldson on alto sax. And we heard uh, three Milt Jackson originals, Tahiti and Lily, both very... Uh, good tunes in, in, in sort of a standard guise, some 32 bar tunes and uh, uh, things that uh, didn't become terribly well known but were very well constructed tunes and featured excellent playing, especially by Jackson and Donaldson. And then we heard the blues, Bag's Groove, which was probably Jackson's best-known composition. As I said, he featured himself on that with the Modern Jazz Quartet and with other groups as well. Um, some people feel that was the basis of the theme song uh, for the television show The Odd Couple, which was composed by Neil Hefty. It wouldn't be surprising if that were the case. Hefty, of course, was very plugged into jazz developments. And then we finished up with What's New, the great standard by Bob Haggart and Johnny Burke, uh, featuring some of the best Milt Jackson playing on record, I think. So we have time for two more, but uh, in the meantime, let me tell you, you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and we're very happy to uh, be bringing this music to you here on WETF, the jazz station of South Bend, Indiana, and hope you make a little time for us during your week uh, to hear some jazz and maybe a little bit more of an in-depth discussion of some of these great jazz sessions. So we have two more to finish up that uh, July, or rather that April 1952 Blue Note session under Milt Jackson's name. These two tunes are a little bit uh, more mainstream, I guess you'd have to say, than the ones we've listened to. They feature Lou Donaldson more. Um, the first one is the Duke Ellington tune, Don't Get Around Much Anymore. And then we're going to follow that up with a Lou Donaldson original based on I Got Rhythm, and this is called On the Scene. So those will be our two finishers for our Milt Jackson Blue Note tribute. A lot of Thelonious Monk, but also a lot of great saxophone playing by Lou Donaldson, Sahib Shihab, and the Modern Jazz Quartet Rhythm Section. So thank you again. This is John Clark and the Jazz Focus, and see you next week. <laughs>